Hey there, Friday Night Movie family. We have some amazing news and we need your help. The Friday Night Movie podcast has been nominated for not one, but two Signal Awards. These are like the Emmys or the Oscars for podcasts. And fan voting has begun. That's going to play a role in who wins. And the links of where to vote are on our Instagram. Just go to the link in bio. There's two links because we're nominated in two categories. The first one we're nominated in, and this will blow your mind, is for best co-host team in a limited series. And this was where we were nominated for the infertility special we did about Lily's fertility journey. The more amazing thing is that in this category, we are up against head-to-head with a legend with Conan O'Brien. So we need every single vote in order to have a chance of winning. But even then, who cares? Because it's pretty amazing. We're probably going to get to lose to Conan O'Brien. We're also nominated for Best Buddy Podcast. That's like a team of hosts. And voting ends on December 22nd. So again, go to at Friday Night Movie on Instagram, hit the link in bio, and there you will see two links to vote Please go and vote. We appreciate so much all the support everyone has given us. We're so honored to be nominated by the Signal Awards, and we'd love to take that even further. So please, if you if you love this show, if you love us, if you don't listen past this bumper, go to those links, vote. And again, we're so grateful to everybody who's been on the show, everyone who supports the show. Everyone who pretends to listen to the show and tells us that to our face, but really listens to other podcasts, we love you, and we are incredibly grateful. And now we hope you enjoy today's episode. Welcome to a luxurious episode of the Friday Night Movie Podcast, because this week we are transporting ourselves to picturesque Italy, where we are Sicily. going. Sicily is in Italy, Lily. I'm just saying it's Sicily. It's like Sicily, so specific. That's still, he was geographically correct. He's geographically no, correct. No, no. Oh, yeah. It's in Italy. Just like giving, adding some detail. Does Lily Sicily. think Sicily is a different country? Lily Totally. I don't. Lily's he definitely like, I thinks don't. Sicily is its own country. Italy. It's Lily, do you Lily, what part of Italy is it? Do you know what part of it? It's in the southern part. Do you think Tenerife is a different country? I think everything's in the south. The south That's is so far country. away to you. The south, it's, it might as well be a different asking, country. Asking, you don't realize how controversial asking if Tenerife is a different country than Spain is. So that's <laughs> like asking, is Quebec a different country than Canada? You just called Sicily a different country than Italy. I didn't. I just was giving you. And more you always act your... like everything that's in the South is so far away okay, and such a big deal to go to. Isn't Sicily north of Lily? Story. Isn't Sicily north of Lily? Wait. So just let me tee it up. It's south, it, south of. You know, we've been told. We've gotten some feedback that people like it when we talk about a lot of different things. And this week, we're going to talk about one thing. And that one thing <laughs> is White Lotus. And on top except, of... Except I have a funny story at the top. This, oh, fine, that's fine. Story. This episode, they will I... self-destruct whenever you finish watching White Lotus. Because not only are we doing an episode on one topic, we are doing a predictions-only episode about the final episode of White Lotus. But because, I got to tell you, I opened my phone this morning... Episodes. 
I opened my phone this morning and it was just like article after article about predictions. Oh yeah. So yeah. we There's... are in the like exactly I have a very important psychos. question to start us off our white lotus topic. But you said you had a funny story. I first. also want to know that I read it. I want you to know that the funniest part about this is I read an interview with Mike White where he essentially said he goes, Look, I've learned something in movies or TV. If you just want to write like eight episodes of awkward relationship drama. No one wants to watch that. Put a mystery in it, and suddenly everyone's paying attention. Right. So it's not exactly. even. It's he's so smart because it's not like even. The murder has nothing to do with the story. Has nothing to do with the story. Yeah. And all every, but we're not only going to talk about the murder, but or the death, but because I have a whole bunch of other predictions to talk about. But I just love love how smart that man is. And at the Emmys, he did come by our table and cheer and show us his Emmys. He was Aww. very sweet. Uh, are you going to tell your story? Because okay. I do have a question. Yeah. Okay, my story. I am FaceTiming quickly with mom, who's always like somewhere luxurious. You know, mom, she like knows how to do things in style. She's just like in Atlanta or something, traveling for work. Really? What is happening something. today? Sicily is not its own country, and Atlanta is not synonymous with luxury. She's always doing something well, she, luxurious. Think, well, she was in like, Atlanta. Yeah. Well, I feel like she was like in the lobby of a hotel or something, like a nice hotel. Mom was in a hotel like, she was in Atlanta. In Paris, I'd be like, yeah, I get it, get this. She went Mom to Georgia. It's like a very nice lobby. It seemed like she was in a very nice lobby. Mommy and is she at goes, a huge camp convention in Atlanta, synonymous with luxury, Lily. Luxury. I think she was at a nice hotel, whatever. She's in the lobby and she goes, well, she goes, I go, Hey, what, what are you doing? She goes, oh, I'm just waiting to see if they found my pajamas. <laughs> and I'm, like, I'm like, I'm sorry. Who? Where? And I was like, could you be more mom right now? And I was like, I have to text Becky and try right now. She was like, really? Really? No, you don't. And I was like, you know what? You're right. I don't have to text Becky and Shai. I have to save it for the podcast. You're right. And I was like, mom, I was like, mom, who may have found your pajamas and where? And she's like, well, you know, I checked out of the hotel this morning and then I realized I left my pajamas behind and I called and I, God knows if they'll find them. But I said, if you find them, please call me and let me know. So now I'm you know waiting to find out. Come you, know back. I, you know how I know they'll find them? Because they'll be unpacked in the drawers. Because mom is the only person <laughs> I've ever met who unpacks. One night. Even if she's going one for night one somewhere. night. One night. One night. Chill unpack. If she was at the White Lotus, the closet would be full. The, <laughs> the fact that I added an additional place to put her clothes away and also let's be clear lily your son's toy boxes are in our armoire i definitely got a negative comment card on the armoires first <laughs> the space. i was like so you can't hang up your ball gowns when you came here for thanksgiving what are you looking for so the woman loves to unpack let, let's be clear uh i went we had the most amazing weekend visiting philadelphia with Alon and his family and mom and dad, like they are the best hosts, even when they're not there. Like when they're not there, dad has an entire manual on how to not destroy his house and put everything away. It's so relaxing because, mom, you know, and on top of that, they have a booklet, a, a booklet with laminated inserts of all of the membership cards to all of the Philadelphia yeah, activities, amazing. including the Franklin Institute. Now, mom is very, very concerned that you won't use her Franklin Institute Don't card to go. Careful with the, with the bear you are poking right now. Oh, That's all I'm going to say. This is amazing. And, and now my family, anyways, we're going with two different families. 
my family has one already because mom, they should give her a cut at that institute. Mom, <laughs> my kids to go see Harry Potter. Boom. Suddenly my family has a Slaringland Institute membership. Okay. So we have the second one for the other family, for Alun's family. And as we're arriving at the Institute, my phone's just blowing up with, did you remember the, the membership? Did you membership? Did you get the membership? Did you remember the membership? And so finally I just wrote back and said, mom, where's the Franklin Institute membership? That's so mean. And I was like, this place is so expensive. Why don't, why don't you have a membership card? I would like it. I was like, mom, how come you don't have a membership? I forget exactly what I wrote, but Allie was with me and Allie's dying. She's laughing so hard. So of course, immediately mom calls. She goes, give them stuff like that. That sends her into a panic stuff like that. You can't be careful. So I said, mom, of course. She may leave her pajamas behind. Yeah. (laughs) She was rushing, rushing to call you. Of course I have, of course I have the membership card. You only told me like 200 times. Oh, oh, oh. oh. So Allie's laughing. I'm laughing. Okay. Call me if you need anything. So I go to hand the membership card in. Okay. Number one, it's expired. (laughs) Number two, there's 100% very clear rules that you have to be there when your card is there. I think that woman plays by the rules. Um, which, which, but I'm such a rule follower. But at this point, like, we're getting ready to go. And finally, I just said, I said, look, I'm on the phone with my mom. I was just on the phone with my mom right now, who's trying to get me to use this membership card. Can, can just understand what I'm dealing with? And the lady was like, sure, go on. Like, they must know mom at the Franklin Institute because of all the people she sends with her membership card. But like, since we were little, yeah. So we were little, then mom went to Canada for 24 years, and now she's back at the Franklin Institute. Yeah. And they're like, oh man, she's back. Um, but it was lovely. Kids played in the giant heart. They created a giant brain, by the way, to go along with the giant heart. Oh, fine. And you know the giant heart is like this huge model kids can walk through and the ventricles and all that. The giant brain is just a climbing gym with like a few factoids about a brain in it. <laughs> like, it's a me? neural network. <laughs> kids just climb. There's no education. <laughs> <laughs> um, but what we're really here to talk about is the White Lotus season two, which has been, can we agree, fabulous? Oh, fabulous, yeah. fantastic, amazing follow up, fantastic. Because- Just the opening, the opening <laughs> when she goes, "How many people are dead?" and he says, and Rocco says, "A few, a few." <laughs> there, is there? Have you ever experienced anything more that's stereotypically a caricature of an Italian than his answer being a few, a few are dead? It's well, just... Or, or just traveling at a hotel overseas where they don't have the same level of customer service, oh, right? In the United States. Right. I, I, I was I was asking Jose, I was like, do you want to come on our like finale when we talk about the White Lotus finale as our you know resident European? Because <laughs> like I feel like you understand the culture a little bit, Mediterranean. <laughs> let's be clear. Also, I don't go on cruises because I subscribe to the Tony Kornheiser philosophy that you will be murdered on a cruise. This Agreed. Is- I feel like there's it's like a very good chance. They just found a guy in the ocean. So this is very, very similar. Or you're going to witness a murder or you're going to watch someone throw their spouse over the deck. I mean, that's exactly it's one mean, or the other. Chase, that would make a great. Then they're going to chase you through the thing for the rest of the. That would make a great 90 Wait, minute. I, before we dig in, I need to know really, which character this season 
Do you most oh, identify? <laughs> I know the answer to this. You know what it is for Lily? This is oh. a litmus test. Lily and I... <laughs> Lily and I have a different attitude towards the people at the White Lotus. I think it's a great show. I think they're all terrible people. Maybe there's one likable one. Lily's like, aren't they just so amazing? They stand up for themselves so much. They're entitled to things and they take them. Oh my god! Nothing will beat my Lily got Lily. Lily got angry at me. Nothing you will are beat my pineapple sweet um, thing like from I, last season. I called Lily to be like, I hate Albie. He's such a... But I don't think that's fair. No. I, I think he's, he's a perfect very, representation of what... He's a very sensitive Gen Zer. He's like a woke, sensitive, exactly. rich Gen Zer. He's naive and he's condescending. Yeah. But he's like the perfect representation because in the end, he's a good person and it's going to... But, but it's going to bite him in the ass. Yeah, she because so he's no street smarts. Okay, let's but, start with Albie. But let's, also, let's it's, yes, he yes he's condescending. But the way that he condescends to his father and his grandfather is is picture perfect. I mean, that is exactly perfect. what you get with a kid who just finished college. That, that's, he just finished college. Oh, he knows he perfect. knows everything. He's so well drawn. It, it's, it's no, he's so well, well calibrated. Right, right. You know, it's it it's so well done. I'm at the performance is amazing. The writing is amazing, but like, oh, that kid is so aggravating. Um, but his um, the, dad, uh, yeah. dad and grandfather are like right and, 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 and F. Marie right, Abraham is uh, just brilliant, wildly I mean, entertaining in this. And for um, anyone who watches Mythic Quest out there, I I love I'm loving seeing him in this not so different version of the character he plays on Mythic Quest. Yeah, it's it, he's doing this sort of like dirty old man kind of character. His, this sure. character is a little more relaxed. But but look, okay, let's start with Lucia yeah. and Albie. She is going to rob him. Like it's okay, here's, the extent to which. Okay, but here's bad, my question: How right. bad I, whatever she does to him is going to be? She's either going to she, she's either going to get pregnant yeah. or engaged before he leaves that week. There's one so this or is my two question. things will happen. So you is it like sort of like an entrapment type of? Thing where she, she's going to get like a free ticket to a nice life in Los Angeles or is it she's stealing his bank account like no, there's like money from him I think like, that the how is she going to go after him I think that the pimp character she's talking about is a setup and she's doing this whole masquerade that she's like afraid of someone and then back in the episode you, in, 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 the, in the second last episode like the guy abducts her for a certain amount and then she just reappears later in the day with nothing really wrong right. with her that I think it's all a ruse. She's going to say the only way she can get out is through money, and he's going to give her uh, like a lot, like ten thousand or a hundred thousand dollars or something crazy. I think she's going to, you know, whatever it is, and maybe it is marriage in the end. But she is going to take him for Please all. See, what's what's been great about the about the Lucia character is that she has flip flopped back and forth between this is so much fun and we're empowered and we can sleep with men for money and being the life crisis of what am I doing? What are my choices? I shouldn't be doing this. And I think because that's flip-flop back and forth, it seeds a little bit of doubt in someone like myself going, listen, she found a nice young man who treats her well, who's right. cute and wealthy. She just like wants a pretty to woman. herself to that wagon. Right. Yeah, she wants to pretty woman that shit. And just, and I'm like, listen, she's learning life lessons here. And then there's the other part of, wait a minute, she's pretty smart and crafty and she's likely playing a longer con with him. But now, now Mike um, White is, 
it's Mike White is really great at just flipping your expectations. So it could be that she's the, actually the hero this season and she's the person we end up rooting for. It's all. I, 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 I'm, yeah, I'm not rooting well, against you're, you're, her. You're, I, I think that it's a great, it, it, it's a great setup to the person that she's got as her mark, like her, her longer con mark is all as Albie because he is sort of like this good kid. Wait. Whereas if it was to the dad, we wouldn't give a shit. If it was to Cameron, no. we wouldn't what give a shit. What if the dad is? What if the dad is the mark and she's gonna blackmail the dad and be like, "Pay me off," or I, I'm I gonna accept his offer to come to LA, think, or I'm gonna marry him, or whatever oh, it is. And she oh. wants the dad to pay her off because she's that, like, "Oh, this is," or she'll be like, "I'm pregnant. Pay me off to the dad." I think it's mm-hmm. that she had the guy, like you'll see, it's not like a big spoiler. The guy comes and is like, come with me or whatever. And it's in front of the dad and the grandpa. So maybe like she's got them all on her hook being like, guys, I need like $50,000 to get out of this. And the, the, mm-hmm. all of them are going to be like, okay, just give her the money or something. Like she's conning all no. three of them. No, I think either she's going to hitch herself to Alvy or she's going to blackmail the dad. Okay. All right. All right. Now let's let's Cameron uh, hasn't paid her, which is really interesting. It so. is. Well, he's well, maybe he I don't know. They they they're constantly playing with your expectations around Cameron. I mean, the whole like they're they're constantly tilting the mirror or the lens slightly and you're like he's just a dumb bro. No, he's a nice guy. No, he's a piece of garbage. I mean, he's Poss- probably, possibly like a stock exchange criminal or whatever he's yeah. doing. Um well, like, but we we do agree though. We do agree that Albie is going to be completely destroyed at the end of the season, right? Yeah, yeah. eviscerated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. He's going to be very traumatized by the time the show is over. Okay. It's now, not let- like in season one where the son, you know, has this moment of Big growth awakening. and finds yeah. himself, is awakening and goes on a journey. It's the opposite. I, so my my um, uh, uh, my prediction is that the person who goes off on their thing this year is Jennifer Coolidge. Like the happy person at the end. I feel like they brought her back for a reason and that there are building blocks around her character. She's shown more depth. She's been more introspective. I think that I think that being around Portia, I'm going bold here. I'm going bold. I'm saying that being around Portia and the warning she's given Portia, like she's bananas. But I would say maybe she's the one who's going to, I hope I'm always rooting for her character. She makes the comment when she's on the yacht or getting on the yacht with, uh, with her new friends to Portia or no, when they get to the Palazzo that it's, she's, it's, it's better for her to be friends with people that have a lot of money because then they're not trying to get something from from her. Yeah. But there's no way that 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 uncle has money. I called that from the second, like there's no way that. Not an uncle. Definitely not his uncle. Whatever. (laughs) But, but that guy definitely doesn't have money. People who own those huge houses and a yacht are like, it's all a shame. Yeah, but he has that yacht. Yeah, but I think that like from the beginning, it it just seemed when he's like, I almost had to sell my house. And then I didn't. I I thought that he was trying to con her out of money. Well, he's trying to con someone because in the in the second last episode, the the British kid who is his nephew or not talks about not his nephew talks it's not, about, incest. It's not his about, nephew talks about essentially that he's doing he and you see him sort of falling apart because of the guilt or whatever talks about how he's helping 
that his uncle is going to inherit some money or something like that. And he's going to, you know, he's going to remember who his friends were. I suspect that the uncle is, and this is going to, so this is going to go into the main prediction here. I suspect that the uncle is going to be the murderer. And I thought the uncle was going to get murdered. Well, no. And I think that it's going to go wrong and multiple people are going to get Mm. murdered. Right, right, right. I I suspect it's the uncle and all of his Mm. friends that are dead. That's what I thought. It was the uncle and all of his friends. It's like all of them are dead. But... I and mean, maybe the British kid. What's the re- but what's the reveal going to be with Greg? With Greg disappearing? I mean, I don't know. I missed an episode, so I don't know if Greg re- resurfaces. No, in the- who's nothing Greg about Greg. With- who's Greg? Greg Tanya's is Tanya's husband, husband who is yeah, having back to go have his almost- affair. Who, by the way, is I- then he's supposed to come back. Maybe he'll come back in the next episode. I don't know. In the in the he was a he was a potential dead person. I didn't realize that he was Might the be. guy from the previous season. No, well, that's who, the guy that she gets yeah, together get with, married. and Which he's dying cool. of cancer. And then she marries him and gets some really good cancer treatment and saves his life. Oh, that's that's how that ends. She mm-hmm. saved his life. That's why he's indebted to her. Oh, like well, also he's treatment. a gold digger. He's also like a gold digger and is only with her for the, yeah. the, money, the money and is complaining he, about not having a big enough prenup. But I love how she's not phased by it. She's like, okay. Yeah. I I also I love way, her. That is Uncle Rico from Napoleon Dynamite. Oh yeah. Oh, he's great. Yeah. He's yeah, great. He's supposed to come back. So maybe he is one of the dead guys. So so he could be, I mean, it could be all along that he's the one who's going to die, right? But it's multiple dead people. I just think that the, I think the death is going to be closer to Jennifer Coolidge in the story and going to be less from the characters that we were directly following this time. Unless Valentina murders Rocco. Rocco says he found the bodies. No, because Rocco says no, no, it's not Rocco. Right, it can't be Rocco. How much do you love Valentina? I love her so much. Her outfits, I love her Her outfits. outfits. I I mean, she's a little bit awkward and a little bit and harassing. She's harassing. What I like about her character is, whereas Armand was horrible and not good at his, not even good at his job, Valentina is, even though she's not necessarily nice. She really is trying to run that place properly, like allowing Lucia and her friend in the hotel has caused enormous amounts of chaos, right? And she tried to avoid it. Right. Whether or not they're... Armand pretends to be nice to everyone, but he's terrible at his job. Lucia, I mean, Lucia, Valentina says terrible things to everyone, (laughs) but... Is and actually pretty good. Really good. When they first get off the boat and she says to the grandpa, you're so it's old. Scene. How did you she's make old. it here? <laughs> she's, Jose turned to me and he's that like, fucking Italians? Time. He's like, that's how they talk when. Just like, say like, whatever it is. He's like, that's so Italian. That's amazing. But I It's think just like, I, exactly what they think comes out of their mouth but, and he was loving it. But I think the American reaction to going overseas is like that because as crass as the United States is, there's a certain amount of politeness. There's a certain amount of things you don't say in polite company. Whereas when you land in Europe or in the Middle East or wherever, people just say... Especially the Med- Europe, the Mediterranean. Med- yeah. Right. Like then there's just sort of a freedom of no yeah. filter that is... Oh, that's which is a great setting. I, I love the setting because also, right, the themes of like Shine, I talked about this of exploitation and sex and exchange and currency 
Italy is a fantastic location for that. You know, the the corruption, the 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 romance, the heightened drama, the melodrama, right? And, and mm-hmm. like in the history of, you know, art and everything, it's it's you know, then the food and the wine, it's just all so rich. Also those that, that those busts that are haunting. Yeah. Okay, so, haunting okay, everyone. All right. So now let's everywhere. predict yeah, let's do predictions around what's his name? Seth? Ethan, Ethan, Ethan and, and Almost the same. Gosh, I'm about to remember. Wait, Ethan and Aubrey Harper. 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 Ethan, Harper, Daphne, and Cameron. Me and Cameron. Ethan and Harper are are falling apart. (laughs) The notes that I wrote are Cameron and Blonde Lady, Aubrey Plaza, and Seth. (laughs) (laughs) Ethan Ethan and Harper are falling apart. I think Daphne and Cameron are rock solid. Yeah, they have their fight. weird twisted they're my pa- they're, they're like they you know work. some people and I'm like Lily's admiration of those people in my conversation <laughs> with her is unsettling. She's Wait, like, Becky, like listen, how do they work? Some husbands I don't know if you picked just, up on this. She's like some husbands yes, just it's the trainer's kids. I know that. Some some husbands just allow other people to see them full frontally naked. And you know how many husbands I can list between the three of us that do that? <laughs> Lily's. Well, it was an accident. He didn't allow it. It was an accident. <laughs> Anyways. No, Cameron the, the, did it on the, purpose. It was a power move. It was really I mean, gross. My husband did it as an accident. I'm Cameron. <laughs> Becky's, did he though? Becky's, did he For those though? who can't see, Becky's eyes are saying, did he though? Wait, but I love the scene when she's talking about the trainer and she yeah. flashes the photo of her kids to Harper. Like, because bitch, don't judge me. Like, this is what. No, it's the. Uh, no, what I saw was her saying, he... I'm the one with the power. Don't think that you keep thinking I'm sort of some sort of victim. Right. Don't judge me. But it's saying yeah. that as much as Cameron thinks that he's in charge and he knows everything. I'm one step ahead. Well, I'm one step above. Sure. But I also saw at that moment, you know, Harper's judging her for her relationship with her trainer or whatever sketchy thing she's doing with the guy. And she's like, like looking at giving her like such a, you know, disappointed look. And then she flashes the picture of the kids and Harper just like completely takes a step back. And I feel like in that moment, Daphne's like, this is even the power I have over you. Like I'm a mom. These are my, this is my family. Like back off, bitch. Like you don't know what's going on behind. Like I, I, well, I think she showed I, I the picture her, of like, the kids because the trainer is the real father to those kids, or at least to the older no. one. No, really, yes. So she no. describes the trainer. Think about it. She describes the trainer. He's so cute. He's so adorable. He has blonde hair and blue eyes. He's just the sweetest thing. Want to see a picture? She hands her over the phone, and Harper goes, "That's just a picture of her of your kids." She goes, "My mistake. Maybe I'll show you later." She's showing a picture oh. of the kids because she's saying that it's the the trainer is the real father to her kids. She's the one that's fucking Cameron. As much as 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 Harper Shy, thinks that Cameron think that? is screwing her uh, over. I I gotta say I think that she 100% and Cameron are more she's saying hundred percent. She's saying that at least the older one is the trainer's kid. Mm, I have to I'm gonna Google that. this. I know. Wow. I look it up on Reddit. Okay. Because okay. I thought it was like her, like showing her, like back off. You like don't judge me. I'm more inclined to believe what Lily said, but I, I that whole we, we have to ask Reddit. All right, so when so when it's over, you predict 
Ethan and Harper will be like uh, they're done, like it's a complete mess. And Cameron and Daphne are going to come out unscathed. Yeah, even if even if Harper cheats on Ethan or vice versa with someone from Cameron and Daphne, Cameron and Daphne will be fine. Yeah, and I think that I think it's really. I think everyone agrees with me that the trainer is her is the father. Oh, you're googling it. I think so. This is what the people say. I mean. Mm-hmm. Is Becky the one that thinks that John Bernthal and uh, what's his name? From I have facial blindness. That's a problem. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm literally reading articles about this now. Okay. Oh. What about Portia? Portia. Okay. I think, I mean, to me, Portia, I feel bad rooting so hardly against her. But again, I'm I'm rooting basically against I don't. everyone. Portia is a lot what? like. Why do you guys have like bad feelings about Portia? What twenty-year-old is not confused? She's complaining. I, I just, I, I really resent her complaining about having to do her job. Yeah, like, that's what it is. Awful. Tanya's terrible no. to her. But that's that's the only. First of all, that is first not the kind of, of job. Let's that, take like, it down a notch. She's not awful to her. Right. She just makes her be her assistant and follow her around, which is literally her job description. Second, she gets to go on a luxury vacation with her own room. And the only thing she has to do is babysit this woman, which is what her job is. Yeah. And so the woman was moody and sent her back to her room at one point. I'm like, oh, so hard kept like a (laughs) prisoner in my fancy room. I bet it's fancier than mom's holiday room with the pajamas that mom lost. Stop telling people mom's days of the holiday. I was at the double tree in Atlanta right now. Um, so, so, okay. So you guys don't like Portia. No, I don't. I just think Portia is when you talk about, when you, when I think about young people that lack resilience, Portia is the perfect example of that. A young person with very and, 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 and in some ways, Albie. Okay, so now you're making me like Albie more because if you think of what the emotional abuse Albie has endured just by being proximate to his father, and his father pitting him in between him and his mom. Yeah, he's making, the parents. He's making the decision to be a nicer, a better. Well, person. I think he's exactly exactly, but I think that's also it, it's it's orchestrated really well. Because while he's his dad is actually trying to give him really good advice to staying away from her because she's a con artist, not so much because she's a prostitute, he to prove his dad wrong is going to get royally screwed. Yeah, but I like but, but he does have a lot more resilience that we have seen so far than the Portia? Portia, who's just she has anxiety. Oh, she probably uh, is a little bit depressed. It's uh, not well treated, uh, uh, and you know she's not sure what she wants to do with her life, so she's just going to complain. I will say, no matter what they, you know, remember in in Love Actually, when the British guy goes to Wisconsin, and even though he's like hideously ugly. Because he goes to <laughs> Wisconsin and he's British, everyone thinks he's oh, right. Hugh Grant, he's like the man. And I do think there's a little bit of that with that British, like that British guy. Yes, he's good looking, but he's he's very so gross. So, he's gross. Um, yeah, and that's before you know he's having sex with other people while he's also right. having. Sex and, with and, her. and all that's revealed about him in the next episode, Beck, is that he he's feel not bad a good him. drunk. 
yeah, like he just gets really drunk and he's kind of just sad, but, just like I, super I, drunk. I, I think the I think in general the theme that is really cool to explore about this is the theme about exploitation, right? And the last theme yeah. one it was about entitlement, and this one it's about exploitation. Um, and it'll be really interesting to see of all the people that are all exploiting each other, you know, who ends up being not who comes out on top, but who ends up being the person that we root for is really a big well it, it, you know if you think about Rocco, season one i think rocco's kind Rocco? of the only one you can root for he's uh, just trying no, to flirt um, with his co-worker he has a crush on that's it and they like and, and they just and, like they and, like each other and um in the first one though if you think about it besides the like bitchy daughter and the kid who robs like the poor hawaiian kid who like gets convinced like tricked into robbing that stuff Everybody else comes out pretty, whether pretty good, even though you assume Except that for the, Armand who gets murdered, well, obviously not Armand, but the and guy that poor Jake Shane Lacey, who has to live with the live with the trauma Shane of having lives with no guilt. Shane lives with no guilt. Yeah, he's still, he lives with no guilt. He's, and that guy. I mean, okay. So, last chance to predict who the murderer is. I'm going to go with botched murder attempt. By uncle that kills a whole bunch of people, probably his gaggle of friends, maybe Jennifer Coolidge's husband too. I I think that the uncle, rich uncle or fake rich uncle and his friends die. I don't know who like a botched is a great idea. Maybe it's the British kid that decides to take him out. And like it goes wrong. Snaps. Yeah, or something like that. But I don't think any of the couples. And definitely not Cameron and Daphne. We know Daphne it's not because she's the one that discovers the body. Um, and so I think they're they're all intact. It's just that the marriage is going to be ruined between Harper and Ethan. Unless, Ethan, unless Harper kills Ethan because he's the worst. So <laughs> I, during the last episode, I said the host, I was like, well, she just might murder him because he's awful. So I don't know what to say. I feel like even he's though pretty, she's, they're, she's... they're they're both a lot they're both a lot to handle and and you know what's funny is i said to shy i really appreciate the fact that if you look at both of them on paper we would say oh my god i definitely want to have dinner with ethan and harper not the other two right on paper however who is more fun the other two well here's what i was here's like, what i'm gonna say about shy goes shy goes shy goes sometimes you want to hang out with people that don't read the news because they're more fun <laughs> um so Cameron and Daphne love themselves. Like they think they are so cool. And then therefore they're kind of always just having fun. Ethan and Harper don't like themselves. And so therefore they're just always a little bit too very unhappy somewhere in that. I mean, it's a a great insight. Like like what is there for them to be unhappy about, even if they're unhappy in their marriage, right? Like they're, they're like the world is, you know, it's like they might be quote unquote better people, but they're unhappy. Okay. Last question yeah. of the day. Last question of the day. Where do you think the next white lotus will be? And who oh. returns? Oh, I I oh I had an idea. Yeah, who will return? Yeah. Oh, because I'm, you don't think it's Tanya. You don't think you think we're done with Tanya's story. I, I mean, I, I would say like my gut tells me. My gut tells me it will be Jennifer Coolidge. No, I don't think so. I I think I think you know. My gut tells me it'll be like she's the she's the R two D two of this story. To me, she's the only one that right. could reappear. 
Right. But I don't know what it would be because I feel like they're really moving her arc. So I think that she ends up, but I think it's, I mean, it's obviously her in Tenerife. No, I think the next one will take place. No, I think the next one will take place in India. I think it'll take place somewhere in India. And I do think Tanya will be back, but in a much more minor role. More as, um, I I don't think Mm. she'll have such a central story, but she'll sort of be there for little funny cameos and bits. Right, or unless it's something where she's the catalyst because we're going there because she's now in like well, a spiritual a whole point. retreat. We always, right? We always we follow her. Like, I think if she reappears in the third one, then it's clear that every season of White Lotus is where does which White Lotus hotel does Tanya go to every year, and then what's the crazy stuff that happens at that hotel? Okay, that's, it, that's she's like okay. an but executive triple in platinum sapphire whatever <laughs> member because she yeah. only stays at that hotel. I, I, okay, so I she like, checks in. I like I like I like that premise and i like the idea of her going to india but i would say like who i want to see again i, I actually want to see like the next reappearing couple to be daphne the people to be daphne and cameron reappear i want to look, look at daphne and cameron now i want to i want to look at them through a different lens and many of the other characters i'm not sure what else i would learn about them i'm not sure what else i would learn of them whereas i feel like daphne and cameron they've left things like just so indecipherable. Right. And a little bit like mysterious. You can't really put your finger on exactly what's happening or who's the father of the kids. Cause I didn't even pick up on that. Okay. Becky and Lil, do you want to do any shout outs and recs before we go? Well, I've, yeah. I finally watched so much stuff. Go ahead. Rundown. I, I, I took my kids to see, um, the new animated film strange world which they loved sunny who's three was cheering in her seat during the the headphones that they were wearing was just to protect their ears or were they plugged yeah just because the theater is loud for them and they they don't like it so loud um and then on then our older one just throughout the movie just turned to me kept going mom this movie is awesome i'm gonna stay till the end and then recounted the whole story to me afterwards and then has been talking about it for days and yeah it was the experience of going to the theater but it was it genuinely they had so much fun watching it and and i find you know with with animated movies these days it's about 50 50 between them actually having fun and enjoying it and being like i don't understand this it feels like maybe it was made for grown-ups it's not beautiful right. it's not exciting mm-hmm. um and Why this is, is so just, long is the question so long this is this is an hour and a half um and it's it's just really colorful and bright and beautiful and and the I loved the story for them. I loved the story. I thought it was such a wonderful story. I I sort of I seeing a story like that, I think to myself, what parents, what more do you want? What more do you want? Because no, clearly if this great. isn't enough, then I don't know what else you want because it's just they could understand it, but it was really cute and interesting it had a great twist at the end but a twist that my children could understand that made sense to them i i don't want to like get into twists all that right don't get into absolutely the- no sense to children but twists that make no sense to children is the ending of the movie Lightyear, which my kids just didn't understand that's not a twist that makes any sense to five-year-olds oh, i think you made a but, mistake um, going to see Lightyear. 
um but uh but uh but this they they adored it so we saw that i do recommend it for a great kid movie um i watched all of peacemaker which was really fun so good trying to get jose into it but it's struggling to get him into it not only is it fantastic but the best opening credits since the 80s maybe ever of any show i I just you know how you over over. don't watch opening credits? I would just watch it every episode. I, I'd look forward every time, and then I found it on YouTube and made my kids watch it. And then they so didn't fantastic. understand it, and I said, you can't watch really this good. show. Um, and I'm at the very end of watching the show Heartstopper, oh, which, Lil, I, love I feel like show. you recommend it. I did. Yeah. So, Via Amanda. Amanda recommended it to me. Yeah, I have a I couple apps I love that. I've been really so. loving it. It's so, it's so sweet. It's really but good. with sweet, that, sweet. I'm going to sign off now. I gotta go pick my kids up. So those are my. It's okay. I'll I'll say our handle. I control. I don't even know our handle. All right. (laughs) Love you guys. Bye. Arrivederci. Arrivederci. Lily. Ciao. Lily, what do you recommend? Also Italian. I recommend Dead to Me. Oh yeah, I'm watching. I'm really stirring it. Wow, I really hope load load christina applegate up with awards and linda carnalini there it's one of it's I, so amazing. it's bittersweet though i feel like it's hard i'm having a hard time like as much as i i i, I love them not gonna be a happy just ending like, i i mean i don't know how it's gonna end i just you know i just feel for christina applegate and just you know bless her heart because it's you know, I'm sure. She, I'm sure it was not easy for her. You know, and yeah. and she's so talented and such a professional, and it's a great show. So I'm enjoying bittersweetly the third season. Um, tried to start Peacemaker, but can't get my husband on board for some reason. When what? it's like There's all so many the things, muscles and murders in it. I know. I'm like, what else do you want? Um, and then started. Um, oh, we're White Lotus. And then um, the show on HBO, uh, Sharp Objects, which is a few years old, but it's Amy Adams, just like playing like a hard journalist who goes back home to her town where there was murders and she's just brilliant. And um, it has, gosh, um, the guy from the show with Mindy Kaling. Oh, Christmas. Christmas. Oh my God. I love him. I'll watch him in anything. So like they're playing off each other um and patricia clarkson is in it it's it's a good like mystery like small southern town kind of broad church kind of uh oh not as not as yeah more like southern gothic than broad church okay in a way but it's 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 cool i like it it's a good mystery and and i will shout out i'll shout out to we talked about Peacemaker, which was fantastic on HBO. I'll shout out to two Jewish things. One, Allie and I got to see the play just for us with Becky too and Vlad, um, starring Alex Edelman, his one-man show that's in playing at the Willie Mammoth in DC. It's already like sold out multiple times and they have to add shows. But Lily, you will get to see this. It is beyond so... it's an incredible meditation on empathy and it's hilarious and it's so uniquely Jewish. His voice is incredible. And then um, another voice that I think is unique and hilarious is Esther Steinberg. We watched Burning Bush, her special, her Amazon Prime special, and she is hilarious. And I highly recommend listening to her and following her. And with that, where can people follow you, Lily? 
You can follow the Friday Night Movie Sisters at FNM Sisters on Instagram. That's very, me and Becky together. It's very good. And you can follow me at Pancake and the number four table, Pancake Four Table on Twitter and Instagram. You can follow all the Friday Night Movie shenanigans at Fry Night Movie on Twitter and Instagram. You can also go to FridayNightMoviePod.com and sign up for our newsletter. And our theme song is by What Does It Eat? There's new music on Spotify. Thanks for listening. Bye. once and give my kids a two-hour bris fool me twice you're getting a carpet